Morash, Ken Barkley here on You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. So with a day ahead of the NBA draft, Ken, we have NBA trades, or a trade at least, beginning to surface. And many wondered what the Boston Celtics would look like upon their elimination by the Miami Heat. And with, you know, rumblings that here we are, Jalen Brown likely to stay put. Here it is. They add a, I guess, a third piece. I'm interested to see how this works out. Celtics, Wiz, Clippers, according to Shams, closing in on a trade that would send Kristaps Porzingis to Boston, Malcolm Brogdon to L.A., and Marcus Morris in draft compensation to Washington. Sources tell the Athletic and Stadium. Now, obviously the big piece here and the big team everybody's going to care about, I think, more than anything right now is the Boston Celtics and getting Porzingis. And, boy, does it feel like you know a decade ago that Porzingis going to the Mavs was the story of NFL uh, NFL Super Bowl week uh, at Radio Row. That was such a big deal, and it just never worked out. He ended up in Washington after that. But, look, still a boatload of talent, but a guy's just never been able to stay healthy. And, obviously, Brogdon – I think never really materialized into what Boston thought he would be this year, um, you know, with what he had been in his career. But, you know, early reaction, Ken, with the Celtics now, they need to change something up, bringing Porzingis in. Man, so the net for Boston is lose Brogdon, gain Porzingis. I, like, does this do anything for anybody? Anything? Not really. I just, Brogdon, really. Brogdon was the sixth man like of the Brogdon year Brogdon is a year. big loss either. Yeah, you know, let's be real. Like, Bro- Brogdon was the sixth man of the year last year. It's like a productive player. Was one of the I, he either led the NBA in three point shooting or was one of the leader leaders in the NBA in three point shooting for a team that likes to take a million threes. And but but not the all star uh, type player that Brogdon at one point in his career. No, was no, definitely not that. I agree with you there. I totally agree with you there. But I'm just saying, like, so I'm trading like the sixth man of the year. Who's like a like a effective like three point shooter who's like definitely a playoff rotation guy, like fringe kind of like can start 25, 30 games for you. And I'm trading him for a player who for the 17th consecutive year has enormous upside but gets hurt all the time. And this was true with Brogdon too. This is one of the reasons why like teams were a little like, eh, on Brogdon is like he gets hurt all the time, misses a bunch of games. So like I mean, does this even improve the Celtics? Like the idea is you have a big who can shoot. And for anybody who watched the playoffs, it's like they completely whatever the tread was on Al Horford's tires is is worn off. Like it doesn't happen anymore. Right. And Robert Williams is like the, a different you, kind of player. Yeah. I was gonna so, say you do this with the understanding that Al Horford's days of, you know, a major part of the Boston Celtics rotation, you would assume would have to be over. Yeah. So I just but I mean the, the Boston handicap is gonna be the same. And it's uh you know, there's uh there's a, Twitter is a funny place. For a lot of reasons, you know, there's these like burner accounts that get huge followings. There's like the whatever that like Leroy the dog gets like a huge following because he yeah. like tweets stuff out. And he was like tweeted earlier is like Jalen Brown sign and trade like that's what I'm hearing. And my, my absolute favorite part, the commitment to the bit is it always ends with bark, bark, bark. That's actually one of my favorite parts about <laughs> it. It's like at least commit, like commit to it. That's It's so much funnier yeah. if you do that. It's like, oh, Jalen Brown sign and trade bark, bark, bark. So who knows what the Celtics are going to end up doing. But if it's. Look, I mean, like the reason why we didn't like the Celtics this year in as a title team, the reason why we didn't bet them basically to do anything in the playoffs is that Jason Tatum's their best player and he's not as good as the other team's best player. And I, I would love to know what about Porzingis for Brogdon changes any of any anything that we're talking about. <laughs> like it's just it just seems well, like we're you're work you're working on the fringes with a team that's really good, 
and who you probably think has a chance to win the title. But if the core makeup is still like rotten's the wrong word because they're really good players. But if that's the core, then I'm never interested. Like you could add anything and I'm not going to be interested. I, so that's my problem there. Well, I would say that the answer to this would have to be this can't be it. Like this has right. to be the beginnings of a shakeup of the core, whatever that has to be. Because look at one time, maybe you know, as late as three years ago, if you said, look at these, you know, young, young up and comers, Tatum, Brown, and stars, they're going to add Porzingis to that mix. You'd be really excited about that, that trio. You just simply can't now because of Porzingis' health. So you cannot rely on him to be your third best player, although he does pre- present a different kind of dimension and a dynamic that honestly, when Horford was still had some tread on the tires, made the Celtics, I thought more formidable. Now, you know, does this put them in the mix where they're really not done? I mean, could they be in that Chris Paul mix? I mean, that was slightly out there as well. They need to do something else because it just simply can't be that. And honestly, right now, is Porzingis even their third best player after making this deal? Is it still like Marcus Smart? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's like, this is, uh, it's like the best and worst part about NBA free agency and that it occurs like before and after the draft is like, you want to get really excited about some of this stuff. Cause like, you know, all the players and like, oh, guys are changing teams. Like the action is fast and furious. Like Bradley Beal goes to Phoenix, you know, like Chris Paul, where's he going to go? And then you kind of just look and you go, you know, all right. Like you, you got Jokic's team and you got Giannis's team and you got Curry's team. And it's like, these guys can add on the fringes all they want. It kind of comes back to like, who cares? Like from a betting standpoint, you can be, you can care a lot from a fan standpoint. If you're a Celtics fan, you probably have some really strong opinions about this one way or another about what happened. And that's, I guess that's the difference between like sports talk and sports betting. Like the Celtics are already one of the favorites to win the title. That's already nuts. They're going to win a lot of games. Also, they're going to get to the playoffs and Tatum's their best player. Like it's the same. We're playing the hits on this team over and over again because it works because it because ma- it does yeah. matter. And like, so that's why it moves like this. Every time I see something like this now, the last couple of years, you know, team I don't like that adds X player. It's like great because now maybe everybody likes the team I don't like more somehow like oh like yeah yeah shake it shake it up boston add up add a bunch of stuff great and i will never bet you to win the title ever if tatum is your best player like it's just so cool add a bunch of guys like great if they do end up trading jalen brown which would be super interesting portland would probably be the likely destination by the way if that happens then okay like how does it look now is tatum still the best player and then i'm out i'm out again like can't doesn't matter how you rearrange the pieces like still out because I don't think you have one of those guys that actually wins titles. So uh, for me, betting wise, it's just like, hey, if they want to re, if they want to redo all this, and it still kind of looks the same in terms of who the best player is and who the coach is, then great. Because maybe it draws more interest from people who, for whatever reason, are interested in this team to win a title, and I'm not. Well, on that note, let me ask you something. Because I think both organizations, obviously, I think fall into the same light. If you had one $100 bill in your wallet right. and the odds were exactly the same, Do I? who would you sure. feel comfortable? Not in my wallet down here. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say there's a $100 bill in Ken Barkley's wallet, or he's going to deposit it into his BetMGM account. And the odds were exactly the same. Based on what you know and based on what you've seen, which organization do you feel more comfortable placing that bet on to win a championship in their sport? The Boston Celtics or the Buffalo Bills? Oh, the Bills, not even close. 
Because I really? know I don't want the Celtics. Yeah, I know I don't want the Celtics. I, I, you could the say Bills, you, you know, know what the, this you could say the right the Celtics, now. I feel like they're mirror the organizations at this point. Okay, yeah, I, mean, you I could, just feel like you they're mirror say, organizations. Name, uh, let's see. I've seen I've seen enough knocking on the door to finally not get through that I'm done with both of them. Yeah, I mean it's 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 funny, right? Because the the two sports shouldn't really share that much in common, but I can see how you would draw a parallel between those two teams. I think that actually makes a lot of sense where it's like the team that's wins a ton of regular season games uh, has a star that, you know, that is regarded as very good. Uh, if it, even yeah, if he's not the best MVP candidate, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, honestly, there are some people who are kind of out on McDermott as a coach too, which I think is interesting. I don't, I don't like know enough about coaching to know the answer to that. I, Right. I have to, however, however much smart people don't like Sean McDermott, man, he's better than Joe Missoula. <laughs> so there, there's one thing that the teams don't yeah. have in common, but, uh, and I mean, you know, it's, it's, this is like, it's like a pseudo first take. Like is Josh Allen, Jason Tatum. Like, is that actually what it is? Maybe. Um, it's, that's a, it's a pretty interesting parallel. And which team would I rather bet? I think, uh, here's why I'd rather bet the bills because in the NBA, a team with a legendary player always wins every time with like one exception in 75 years. Oh, four Pistons. Other than that, like legendary that? all-time player is the best player on the team. And in the NFL, okay. Joe Flacco wins the Super Bowl. And then the NFL, yeah. Eli Manning wins the Super Bowl. And that's not a knock on Eli Manning, but like, that's not, it's not always the best guy. It's not always the number but Patrick one Patrick Mahomes isn't yeah. in the NBA's Eastern Conference. That's true. Well, Giannis is pretty good. To get them there. I mean, Giannis is like uh, already okay. got a title. Yeah. He's not Mahomes. I'm not trying to make that comparison. But like, you know, there's another star player there. I just, in the NFL, not weird things happen, but you are, maybe you're only like 80% defined by who your quarterback is, as opposed to in the NBA, you're like 100% defined by who your best player is. So in both, it matters a ton who your quarterback and your best player is. But in the NFL, there's at least some wiggle room where there's a little variety of who wins sometimes, even if it is one of like eight quarterbacks or one of 10 quarterbacks. So let me tie this in then. We're, we're talking Porzingis is obviously going to be big news, but maybe it looks on paper to be bigger news than it actually is. Is this basically the same thing as the Bills adding Leonard Floyd at this point to add their pass rush, add to their pass rush? Well, yeah, it it absolutely is because like however you feel about both teams, it's like probably not. It's going to come down to hey, you know, like the Bills are going to play a really important playoff game against Kansas City or Cincinnati and whoever wherever the game is played. Maybe it's in Buffalo. Maybe it's at their place. And man, like they got pretty unlucky in the Kansas City game and they got outplayed by Cincinnati. And that's the last two years. And like whether they win that game again maybe like a tiny bit of that is like on a third down does leonard floyd make a big play but for the most part it's going to be like how did josh allen play in the game did he play really well or did he not play really well and you know with tatum it's going to be all right like they they play the heat again they play the bucks again they you know they play the warriors in the finals they play the nuggets in the finals which they almost did this time okay it's the last three minutes of a game he's the like he's your best player and the other best player is is Jokic. Or is Giannis like you want the Celtics? And so you know, yeah. cool. Like they can add on the fringes, win a few more regular season games, make a big play in like Game Four of the first round. These guys matter; they help. But I mean, like you know, the Nuggets weren't going to win whether Michael Porter Jr. made threes or not. That wasn't what defined whether. And he's the third best player True. on the team. That's what we're talking about. True. Well, that's what that's what we get to with Chris Tapps Porzingis heading to and Boston Washington. in a free. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's lose yeah. as many games exactly. as possible, please. Yeah. Yep. Tank job.
Thank job. All right, more on the Good NBA draft that. next hour. Matt, Matt Moore will join us in about 20 minutes. We have some Jeopardy to get into, I think, as nicknames. well. It's a madness day on you. Yeah. And nicknames. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.